0: Welcome to Understanding the Bible with Pastor Stephen. This is Season 2, Episode 55, A New Year. So I've never really done a New Year's resolutions, but I know a lot of people who do. And we're coming up on New Year's, and I just wanted to talk about a couple of things, just real simple and quick today in regards to that. Improving yourself is always a good thing, even biblical, okay? However, this requires a bit of introspection and some discipline on your part introspection of your own life requires an honest review of yourself, your past, and the areas that you need to grow in. Then, of course, when you do make your goals, discipline will be required to make any positive changes. So the question is, you're approaching this new year, if this is something you choose to do, is can you make realistic goals in addition to dreaming and making goals that are shooting for the stars, right? And then can you dedicate yourself to consistently consistently that's the key working on those goals so what we're going to do today is take a look at what the bible says about your past versus your future so looking back history the past is meant for us to learn from from books reading meditating on the bible scripture verses right romans 15 talks about that verse 1 we then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. Here you go, verse 4 For whatsoever things were written before or aforetime were written for our learning. That we through patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. Now, the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore, receive you one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. So, we should learn from the writings of the past, especially Scripture. Then, we should also learn from the elderly talk to people who have experienced things and genuinely ask questions and learn about them. Deuteronomy 32, seven says, remember the days of old, consider the years of many generations, ask your father and he will show you the elders and they will tell you. So we need to learn from the elderly. We need, that means we need to talk, form relationships and ask questions. And then of course we need to learn from the mistakes of others. First Corinthians 10, the whole chapter, man, you should check that out. But in verse five and six, it says, but with many of them, God was not well pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, these things were our examples to the intent. We should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Don't make the same mistakes of the past, right? So we need to look back and look at history, other people, books, right? But we should also judge our own lives stop doing what we know we did wrong in the last year. First Corinthians six, nine through eleven says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor executioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you there you go, your past, right? You were like that, but you are washed, but you are sanctified, but you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. Whatever you know you screwed up in the past, last year or whatnot, don't do it. And then don't forget that if you make mistakes, if you do commit a sin or do something wrong or fail at your goal, never give up. Proverbs twenty four sixteen for a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again but the wicked shall fall into mischief. When you don't care about something, you just keep sinning. But when you struggle and continually ask forgiveness or repent, then you know you're on the right track. So that's the getting up, rising up again seven times and you still get back up. Or when you try and you make a goal and you fail at it one day, don't just stop. Try again the next day. You see, Christians aren't sinless, but the time between our sinning should get longer and longer. If you sinned, uh, say say you're a thief, and every time you go to Walmart, you steal. And then you become a Christian, a believer in Jesus Christ, you realize it's wrong, and you're like, hey, I'm going to make a resolution not to steal. Well, the next time you go to Walmart, don't steal anything, right? And then say a month later, you steal something. Well, that doesn't mean you're going to steal all the time now. It means you sinned. You need to ask forgiveness. You need to fix it. Move on. And maybe next time... It'll be three or four months before you steal again. And then you realize, oh, I shouldn't have stolen that candy bar. And you go back and you pay for it. Fix what you did wrong. Pay the consequences, right? But then ask God for forgiveness and don't do it again. And then maybe it's a whole year before you fall into it and do it again. You should be having longer and longer time periods between when you screw up. And don't forget the difference between the winner and the loser. Proverbs 24, 16, the winner gets up one more time than the loser did. I mean, you think about that in a street fight, right? Taking hits, keep falling down. You get back up, you roll out of the way, you kick, you get back up. Who's the loser and who's the winner? The loser is the guy that doesn't get back up. The winner keeps getting up. doesn't matter how many times you fail. doesn't matter how many times you get hit, punched in the gut. You get back up, you keep fighting. So, Let's not focus on the past other than to learn from it, but let's look forward to the future. Don't let the past tie you down. Philippians 3.12 says, Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, And reaching forth unto those things which are before he's saying, he's not perfect. He screwed up and I feel bad about it, but I will forget those things, the things that tied me down, the things that, that I screwed up on, I will forget those as far as not letting them drag me down, knowing that I can do better. And I will always strive to reach forward for what is good. And then verse 14 says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Keep your eyes front. Move forward at all times. So whether you make a New Year's resolution or don't, regardless, every believer in Jesus should have the same goals. Try to be more like Jesus. Spread the truth of Jesus. And ultimately, whatever you do, your goals, you'll please God. Galatians 5.22 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory or provoking one another, envying one another. Okay. Be more like Jesus. There's the fruits of the Spirit, Galatians 5. And then don't forget, we need to spread the gospel message, the truth of Jesus Christ, and make disciples. Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen, the Great Commission. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. That's what Jesus said before he went back to heaven. We don't just tell people about Jesus. We help teach them all the ways that Jesus taught. So if you make a new year's resolution, what should your goals be? Should you exercise and lose weight? Well, yeah, gluttony is a sin. Our body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. We should try and take care of it, make it look good, right? Should you set a goal to read books or get an education? Well, yeah. God tells us to seek after knowledge, gain understanding, search out wisdom, become a better person, whether it's anger management or better discipline in your life or good hygiene or developing, you know, pick a virtue. Yes, absolutely. That's biblical. Should you have a goal to make money, build a business, save and invest? Yeah, absolutely. The Bible teaches proper money management, investment for the future, even how to build a business in Proverbs 31. It talks about going where the the men of the city talk about their business at the city gates. It talks about burning the candle at both ends to prepare for the next day. It talks about having multiple streams of income. Like the Bible's full of that kind of stuff. So yeah, absolutely set that as a goal. Ultimately, when you set a goal, God will be pleased when you set them with a purpose. As long as you are improving or working on it, it's a good thing. It's biblical. As long as your goals do not cause you to sin. I mean, Ecclesiastes 12, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Don't forget, God will bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. That's like the last two verses in Ecclesiastes. So God is pleased if you set a goal, you improve on yourself. Your goals don't cause you to sin. You're following the commandments of God, right? And as long as you focus your life on God, Matthew 6 31 says, therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or where should we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So if you choose to make a new year's resolution, don't displease God. Focus on spirituality and Jesus Christ. And as long as you're working on that goal, it doesn't matter what it is. So my suggestion would be to just simply memorize a scripture verse. Psalm 119 says, uh, verse 104 and 105, Through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Memorize God's word. It will help you. Verse 11 says, thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. So memorizing scripture. Now, understand that there's multiple ways to use a scripture verse in your life. Even though a verse only means one thing, it means what it says. You can't spiritualize the Bible and be like, oh, well, what this means to me is, no, no, no. The Bible verse means what it says, but it can be applied multiple ways to impact your life. So let me give you an example. And and this is one that I've memorized in the past, kind of forgotten some of the words. So I'm going to read this here. Psalm 23, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod on thy staff they comfort me thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over now the way i have applied that in my life in the past the marines taught me this don't be afraid be the meanest baddest that you can be and you don't have to worry about anybody else okay so when i was in the military bam psalm 23 however When facing evil or something tough, I recognize that God is the biggest and baddest entity out there and evil's no match for him. So now I apply it as God probably intended, right? And then when facing trying times, I use the first part of it. Hey, I can be at peace. God's got this. So I've used it multiple ways in my life. That's how I've applied it to my life. It's impacted my life differently, right? So it can mean something. You can use it in different ways in your life. It doesn't have to be a special life verse. Just memorize a new verse or passage. Don't make it too daunting. Choose something that you will finish. Make sure to bring it up multiple times through the year, at least once a month, and try to have that verse impact your life this year. So let me give you a couple of suggestions. Ecclesiastes 3:1, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. James 5:16. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Isaiah 41.10 Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. And Ecclesiastes 12.13 Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. That's it, guys. In conclusion, look to the past to learn, look to the future to improve, and trust God and read his word. Until next time, may God bless you.